This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. And today, we are going to talk about um, robotics and artificial intelligence. And yes, this is a little bit above my pay grade, but I am so excited. And as my kids said, Mom, only you would be excited about robots. But I am. And today I have a very special guest on the line, and it is uh, Ruz Alibadi, and he is one of the directors of uh, evaluation and growth at Whole Ren Education, and they are um, the ones that um, I was in contact with, and uh, we're going to send you some more um, websites and so forth, but if you want to take a quick quick peek as you're listening, it's ready, R-E-A-D-Y-A-I dot org. Welcome, Ruth. Thank you so much for having me, Felice. Well, I'm excited about the robot, and I actually got a, a test kit. And as I was sharing with you just a little bit before, um, there was a quick start guide, and you know, there's pieces, you know, like things come in like four or five different things. And I was telling you that it was so awesome because I could actually take things out of the box and follow the steps and it worked. So that was so exciting for me. And, um, and my grandkids were over. I didn't let them touch it because they were a little bit younger. Um, but they were like really, I, it, it kind of made grandma like super cool to be, you know, able to make this robot do things. <laughs> so, so it's really great. But we're going to talk about, um, artificial intelligence and why that is important. So just share a little bit about what you do um, at the company, and then we're going to dive into the questions here for this interview. That's a really good question because uh, when people talk about artificial intelligence, and let's just refer to it as AI to make it simpler and perhaps maybe a little bit less intimidating, we we think about it as uh, really cool technologies. We see it in our phones. We see it with our uh, voice recognitions, uh, with uh, gadgets like Alexa or Google Echo or obviously the iPhones. But frankly, the real message behind this is, uh, although AI is really cool right now, but it's going to be our coworkers, not in such a distant future, maybe in the next five years, in the next seven years. And that means as today we're looking at AI as consumers and we believe uh, we really need to educate this next generation. We call them the AI generation because they are going to be working with, uh, if you will, AI. And uh, in order to work with them, they really have to develop a better understanding of AI. And that's why we decided to start uh, Ready AI, and Ready AI has one objective, bringing AI education to K through 12, and also to all the kids in that age category. And I want to be very careful because when we talk about AI, people think about STEM programs, or they think about robotics. There is a huge mm-hmm. difference between robotics and AI, and, uh, and not that many, um, if you will, uh, kids nowadays 
think about AI as a discipline itself, regardless of what they like to major in when they grow up, whether they like to be mm-hmm. in a national football league or they want to get into medicine or law, there is an element of AI that they need to be learning about and interacting with uh, over the course of next uh, decade or so. Right. And I know a lot of parents are very hesitant because, you know, we don't want, you know, especially if if there is a job maybe associated with your family and you're like, oh, no, we don't want, you know, any kind of um, artificial intelligence to take over our job force. And, um, you know, the one thing I want to say is it's already here. You know, we're already using it. I mean, not in the distant future. I remember like no one wanted to give their credit card information um, over the internet, which is how, you know, companies like PayPal made a fortune because, you know, your stuff was going to be safe with them, uh, you know, air quotes here. But um, uh, computers and so forth are very much a part of our um, home life. And for me, I was, um, I was sharing again with Ruth before we went live. Uh, my oldest son has some learning issues. And for those of you who have listened to this podcast for a while, you you kind of know that. And I've talked about it. And um, many years ago, and I'm going to date myself, it was the Commodore 64, you know, with 64 megabytes, you know, can you imagine that? I mean, now we're on, you know, terabytes and gigabytes and everything. So um, back then, it was like this great computer. And um, I remember that he could not communicate verbally. So his ability to tell me things was very limited. And I used to say to my husband, does this child think? Well, with the little Commodore, we did this little, you know, um, education game. You know, we even like plugged in the game. It wasn't, it had like an external cartridge and um, it did its thing. And then we had printed out a little award. Well, Neil wanted this award and he told me, but I had no idea what he was saying. So I said, okay, hold on, hold on. You know, I think we're going to try to print this and I'm going to the manual to figure out how to print. And he remembered to, I don't even remember what it was now, but like shift, hit F7. And all of a sudden, the printer's printing. And I was like, whoa, we did it one time, Ruth. But he, and he was either four or five. So here's a child who I'm thinking, you know, he's delayed. He's not, you know, speaking as clearly as he should. And yet he remembered a control command on a computer having done it one time. So for me, that opened up my eyes as to you know, how important technology is, you know, yes, I'm not a gaming mom, I still don't like one of my, I want out of five, I have one child who, you know, had to take his gaming thing to college and, you know, plays his little game. But, um, you know, I I know that there is a place um, in our homes and in our world for artificial intelligence. Um, Our cars, you know, have it. I mean, it's, um, it really has. So, I want to segue into what your, you know, company believes, you know, is basically an investment you're making in your, in your child by exposing them to this. So, you know, share that with us. First of all, I got to tell you, Commodore 64 still wins my heart. So if you have one of those, I will come uh, because I haven't (laughs) seen one in such a long time, but you also brought up a good point. You talked about interactions of, uh, 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 one of your kids with uh, with the machine right. at the time. However, things are changing a bit. So let me uh, use that uh, to get into the AI education and frankly, AI investment every parent should be making. It is coming down to interactions. And we believe as intelligence machine is getting more sophisticated and we will see that more and more. It's an opportunity for the children to get their, uh, if you will, to get into that game 
sooner than uh, than before. I, let me use this exa uh, this example. If you look around, we hear a lot of hype about AI. But the truth of the matter is, the reason we want the children to be exposed to AI concepts, and uh, we make it very easy for them to learn about the AI concepts, uh, you know, concepts such as facial recognition, voice generation, voice recognition, pattern uh, recognition, or object manipulations. These are the topics that, if I look at it in the sense of the word, people say, well, what does that mean? What does it mean to me, mm -hmm. to, uh, to my future? But uh, we'd also do it in, uh, we couple that with, uh, if you will, project-based learning. And uh, you have that box. So with opening up right. that box where you have access to the robot, again, there's this amazing company called Anki that they designed this robot called Cosmo. It is really a, uh, it's, a it's a really cute robot, but with, with a very big personality which in a way mm -hmm. uh, sums up all those aspects of AI that we would like for children to learn about. Then also through the program, which has been designed by uh, Carnegie Mellon University, by the way, the birthplace of AI. And we see that um, uh, 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 combining these two plus the curriculum and, and project-based learning gives in a way kids the ability not only to understand and learn the concepts, but to build projects that's important to them. And I want to be clear, the real key term is not the projects us as grown-ups would like for, for, for our children to tackle, but these are interest-based projects. That means what does the child like to do and what type of a problem he or she would like to solve and how can they do it with the help of technology? In this case, an intelligent machine knowing its capabilities. Again, once again, those aspects that we're talking about. So if I have to mm -hmm. really give you a overall picture with the AI in the box, with this type of um, uh, project-based learning, uh, we're really trying to give our next generation front row seats to solve real world problems. And that is, mm -hmm. I would argue, the most fundamental thing that we're trying to do with this STEAM-based education. So one of the things I like about this is that um, the focus is on creativity. So a lot of times when we look at um, you know, different computer programs and so forth, um, we wouldn't necessarily say that it sparks a ton of creativity. And I talk about um, giving your kids time to think. This is one of my refraining uh, courses, if you will, that I talk about all the time because with my children, we tried to get our school, um, you know, life with school, but our academic portion uh, was concentrated so that they actually had time every day to work on a project or to have time to think about things they wanted to work on. And that's what I like about this because it isn't just, you know, you do this and this and this. You start that way because obviously you're teaching, um, you know, through the mechanics of how it works. Um, but it also is to, um, you know, teach kids some, I may be jumping ahead here, a little bit of the basis of programming at some point. Uh, absolutely. In a, in a sense, it is a, a very basic introduction to programming as well. But I want to be very careful. Um, we, are, uh, uh, we don't believe, uh, I, I, I have tremendous amount of respect for the programs uh, that are out there on STEM that they're teaching kids mm -hmm. programming. But I, I, oh, we also believe that uh, AI is not just uh, exclusive to who wants to be a roboticist or a programmer. It should be open to right. everyone. So uh, 
our uh, main objective through project-based learning and Ready AI is teach the basics of each AI, very complex, by the way, concepts, but we, we try to simplify it. So these are the concepts that are today being researched by uh, top uh, researchers in top, if you will, think tanks or universities in the country. But what we try to do is we try to bring it down to a level that the students can relate to that in a way. Let me give you a few examples. Uh, for example, we look at uh, uh, facial recognition or visual recognition. As we talked before, um, uh, we have a competition known as WACI, which stands for World Artificial Intelligence Competition for Youth. One of the winning projects was a concept that I would not never be thinking about, and it was called a baking companion. That means a, a robot will recognize if a kid has a sad face and would go to the kid and ask whether or not he or she would like to go on a, a, a baking journey and bake a cookie together. Now, to us, that's not a problem, but to kids, that is a problem. So uh, right. in a way, in a way, it really opens up us to, uh, um, I would argue, AI learning is really not about this coding aspect. It is really about human creativity. And we like to unleash mm -hmm. that because tomorrow, computers will do a better job in coding. Tomorrow, com computers will do a better job in repetitive tasks. What the reason we learn AI today is not to replace artificial intelligence, but to be better humans. And that mm -hmm. is fundamentally, I think, the mission for our children as they grow, grow up or grow older and enter the workforce. Okay, so, you know, one of the things, you know, I'm, I'm looking at some notes here, um, you know, that it is in inquiry based. So explain a little bit more about that. Sure. So uh, part of, if you look at our curriculum, part of it is we try to make uh, learning those concepts, both for parents and also for students, very easy. So uh, uh, they can spend a few hours on each concept. Let's, for example, we look at visual recognition or speech generation, and uh, they are going to couple that with a project. Now, how they're going to envision, if you will, such concept in a project or in a in a, in, a, in a situation that they believe using, for example, facial recognition can solve a problem. I used an example of a baking companion. Uh, there are other examples that we've seen children have done. For example, one have done uh, facial recognition and voice recognition, for example, in the context of search and rescue mission. Did, uh, uh, we had children that were interested in becoming firefighters. I was when I was seven years old. But I was never thinking about using AI in, in terms of uh, putting AI involved in a, a, a search and rescue mission when it comes down to, uh, uh, to my aspirations of being a firefighter. So we see children are using it in that sense. And, so, mm -hmm. uh, and the next step to it is uh, in order to make it fun, because we really want to make this fun for, for the kids. This is not uh, something that should be tackled at the local level. We think AI mission is a global level. It's global and local. So you also have an opportunity to uh, get an AI passport. The reason we call it the passport is because with the passport, you get to travel, if you will, through the AI world by learning the concepts. And children, obviously, they get stickers for learning a, a particular concept, implementing it in a project, and changing, uh, uh, we call it changing the world by coming up with the solution to a problem that we have. That problem could be in 
Pakistan or in the United States or in Canada, it's regard, regardless of the location, it's a global problem. So we kind of get them engaged into thinking globally about global problems and how they like to uh, solve them. So that is inquiry-based, and that is, if you will, our uh, way to do uh, AI education in a kind of a uh, manner that brings inclusion rather than uh, thinking it, uh, thinking about it in silos or in um, uh, in a very techie way. You think that um, artificial intelligence uh, it really doesn't pressure kids. So let's talk about that. Exactly. We don't think it pressures kids. I think uh, well, the um, real mission behind AI education or AI learning is get them comfortable at uh, what the future would look like. And again, we don't have a crystal ball, but at least what direction it's going. But also focusing on what uh, really matters nowadays. Yes, it is a fast moving uh, world. This widening, speeding up uh, of this interconnectedness is obviously has pros and cons. But it, we're doing this because we really believe AI education is not about uh, artificial intelligence education only. It is about also creativity of the kids. It would teach kids about adaptability or interpersonal skills, collaborations, team building, leadership. These are the things that we have seen through AI learning and, if you will, project-based method that uh, came together. We've witnessed that uh, if, uh, on our, and we have videos of it on our websites that we have kids from different walks of life working together after learning these AI topics to figure out what they're going to do, how they're going to solve the problem. So all in all, my, my, my argument is it is, a, um, it is a must for our next generation to learn it, to be able to interact with it. And it's uh, much bigger than us. So we, we, we do have AI in every household nowadays, but we really are good at consuming AI or be uh, on the consumer side of it. But we really need to learn, if you will, to in order to uh, take advantage of the opportunities in the future, but also we need to be prepared as a next generation. So I think right. it is fundamentally critical for uh, uh, our children of the futures to be bilingual. And let me explain what bilingual means. Bilingual does not mean learning English plus Spanish or learning Chinese and uh, German. Uh, bilingual means kids getting good at what they have a passion about passionate uh, passion about it could be medicine again law or whatever they like plus ai knowledge that means how an intelligent machine will impact their job the more they learn about it the better off they are in a, a not so distant future and we do believe these smart devices that we're seeing around whether we like it or not i know parents don't like kids to spend uh, time behind a computer too many hours uh, of screen time is not good I agree with all those things. However, these smart devices and their presence are going to be long lasting in our uh, children's lives. There is nothing we can do about it. So what we right. ought to do is we got to be able to, in a way, manage it and to, in a way, educate our children about, if you will, these uh, uh, new, if you will, technologies, but frankly, how they can make their own lives better using them. And that is the fundamental ideological message behind uh, teaching AI concept to children at early age. Right. And I, and that's the thing, you know, with this, you know, the kids were all gathered around and, and excited to see it, um, you know, as opposed to me showing them, you know, something on a screen. So, you know, yes, you have the, the little um, Kindle device that 
that runs it, but um, you know, it has, I, it's hard to explain to all of you out there. So I'm going to um, direct you to a website and there is going to be a special offer um, for homeschoolers and um, we'll let you know that um, as well. But um, if you just go to readyai.org, um, you can see the different uh, kits that are available and we're going to talk a little bit more in, in just a little um, while about um, some of the competitions and things and uh, that are um, available to homeschoolers as well. And so, you know, I know we were talking about, um, you know, the, the programming thing. I mean, you're not saying that programming is a bad thing. You're just saying that is not necessarily uh, the focus of what, um, you know, this, uh, this Ready AI project is about. It's more about uh, creativity. Is that correct? Absolutely, because uh, when we talk about AI, people tend to think, okay, if my uh, kid is interested in programming or in interested to become a roboticist or a computer scientist, he or she needs to get involved in uh, AI learning. And uh, we believe that's fundamentally not true. We think there are uh, uh, fun aspects beyond programming, and that's why per uh, precisely we want the children to be involved. Okay, so you have competitions. Um, and we're going to talk about this. You have the uh, World Artificial Intelligence Competition for Youth um, that you just shared a little bit about the winning, um, the winning project, which was, again, uh, you know, I love kids, and that's, I think they're so awesome, and they just, um, you know, come up with the most incredible things. Uh, so the next one, um, as we record this in uh, late uh, 2018, um, the next one's in Pittsburgh, uh, July 2019. Uh, so share with us how um, parents can actually um, get involved um, in, and maybe get a group together to go to a competition. Is it open to homeschoolers? Absolutely. It is open to homeschoolers. It is open to every kid everywhere in the world and uh, uh, just give you a brief summary of what happened last year we had participants from Asia Europe Middle East and from United States we had uh, individuals attending the competition remotely and physically it was held at, on Carnegie Mellon campus we like it because it was the birthplace of AI and uh, for for this year uh, absolutely open to homeschoolers but here's what I encourage what I do encourage is we are uh, encouraging uh, uh, kids, parents, teachers to also run regional competitions. Uh, and I think that's what we are interested in as well, meaning uh, don't wait for the July competition. We can support you in any shape or form. If you're in a little town in Missouri or in uh, you are in suburb of Atlanta, just give us a call. We'll help you uh, run a competition. We'll help you manage a competition. And... Uh, precisely the reason we're doing it because we know children like competition so uh, we mm -hmm. don't want them to wait till if you will july and then the winners of the, your regional competitions can come to the world artificial intelligence competition where they meet kids from all over the world but uh, don't wait for us uh, for the WAC 2019 get involved we will help you out just reach out to us uh, 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 you will have my contact information or you can have our website uh, and we uh, teach you how you can actually run a regional competition. And it is tremendously fun because it is a learning experience for the parents as well as it is a fun experience for the, chi uh, for the children. So 
we think we think um, uh, many will benefit from it and not uh, uh, not to go into much details but now we do have even uh, uh, regional schools or regional uh, clubs or some families that are getting together and running competitions uh, on uh, with various themes in a community so how to make the community mm-hmm. better whether it's garbage collection water and sewage problems or any uh, range of problems and they like to solve and they're using uh, uh, the opportunity as an or this competition as an enabler to be able to uh, uh, run a regional competition and uh, hopefully make their way to the world artificial intelligence competition for you in 2019. Yeah, so that's what you're talking about when you're saying make the world a better place, you know, just being able to, you know, solve the problems. Interestingly, I had uh, coffee with a business associate and um, we were um, talking about something and outside we watched as like the trash was being picked up and apparently this gentleman had devised something a long time ago that he had, uh, he had sold uh, the patent for which you know of course when you are excited about selling a patent to a big company you don't really know the value you know but it had something to do with making trash pick up of these big, huge canister things, you know, easier or something. But anyway, it was interesting because, you know, that's like a out of the box kind of, you know, some, like they say, some people are just entrepreneurs and others aren't. But what I see with this, uh, Ruth, is that you are encouraging kids to think outside of the box. Another one of my uh, things I talk about a lot. And um, it is important, uh, you know, just for them to not expect, you know, they're not going to sit there and some kids, um, you know, I feel as a homeschooler, we allow more opportunity within our home. Sometimes in the education system, it's what is the right answer? And kids will ask that, you know, I was a teacher, you know, they'll say, well, what's the right answer? And you say, well, you have to figure it out. And they look at you like, well, I don't want to figure it out. You're the teacher. Don't you know? You know, I think I had one little one tell me that one time, which was very hard not to laugh because, you know, yes, I know, but you have to figure it out. Uh, So this is giving kids that opportunity. um, And, you know, one of the things you talked about was that there is a shortage of teachers um, who are trained to teach AI. So let's say a homeschool mom gets really excited about this. Is this something, um, because we have things called co-ops. Uh, where, uh, you know, they're basically homeschool-run schools that maybe you go twice a week or you you go once every couple of weeks. You know, they're set up different ways where either somebody comes in to teach them or a homeschool mom actually teaches the course. Like I ended up teaching a lot of the high school biology and chemistry and those kinds of classes uh, to a group of kids. So if somebody um, is interesting, interested in this, maybe a homeschool mom's listening to this show and says, wow, this is really cool. I want to teach it and bring it back to our community. This is, again, something they can just contact you. Can they go on the website? Um, you know, how, how can they go about doing that to get trained in this? So many ways. They can go on our website, but don't be shy. Contact us. We are here to help you because it's a big, big learning process for all of us, including us. AI mm-hmm. is so new. So, um, uh, what I often hear from parents is, well, wait a second, my background is not tech. I don't know about mm-hmm. these topics. How can I teach them? So that is exactly what we're doing at Ready AI. We are making it easy to understand uh, in a 
probably an I would I would argue between four hours and five hours of training for a non STEM background. You can learn about these concepts and you can really walk your children through these project-based learnings. Uh, we do have training sessions. Our training sessions happened uh, in various locations in the country. We announced it on our website. We also have fantastic trained uh, uh, instructors uh, that we can get in touch with uh, parents that are interested to learn about it or build a community. But what I have to say is, uh, uh, if you feel comfortable going online and looking our uh, looking at our materials, we have a step-by-step -step teaching process. It's very simple. If you don't feel comfortable, we have training sessions that you can join remotely or come physically to those training sessions. Or you can just give uh, pick up the phone and call us and say, "Folks, mm -hmm. I want to. I would like to do this. I'm thinking about doing it for uh, five or six households, and uh, this is what I'm thinking about. Let's talk about a lesson plan and to just give you a simple sense of how long it can take is we believe the entire process could be less than 20 hours of teaching. So it's a very good complement within STEM education mm -hmm. for your curriculum as you move forward. Uh, and we keep adding to this. Um, for example, we will have a launch. I don't want to get too technical on how a intelligent machine will in a way get through various hallways or doors and other things. Now for us humans, it's very easy but for machines, still incredibly difficult. So we're adding to this and we're kind of uh, expanding, uh, expanding this curriculum. So if you do it this year, believe me, you want to do it next year as well because it's, it's going to be more new concepts will be added to AI education and frankly, AI concepts. But all in all, short answer, whatever is easiest for you. Call us, email us, look us up online, but we are here to help. And don't be shy because we think what you're doing is incredibly, incredibly important. It is about the future of your kids. If it's about the future of your kids, it's about the future of my kids. So it's about our, in a way, collective future. We're there, uh, we're, we're there to help. Don't be shy. Thank you. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing with us and uh, you know, sending me this kit to take a look at. Um, because like I said, folks, uh, this was uh, you know, you get all these, uh, we all know, we bought uh, things and we think, well, who the heck wrote this? Because obviously it wasn't someone who didn't understand how to use it. It was someone who understood how to use it. And to them, it made perfect sense. Um, but this is a very, uh, what it says, it's step by step and it's a quick start. It really is. Um, you know, I got this thing going really quickly and, um, and it, it was really wonderful. I haven't explored all the uh, different parts of it, but I am going to introduce it to our at larger homeschool community because sadly I am uh, completed with my homeschool journey, but I'm very thankful to my daughter for all of her little ones that I can uh, start again uh, with them with some things. And, uh, you know, and, and grandmas don't want to be the boring grandma. So actually, if you're listening to this and uh, you have a mom who's a fun grandma, you may want to tell them about this. This would make a wonderful uh, present for birthday or um, you know, uh, anytime actually for the children, um, even as part of your homeschool curriculum, one of the things I do love about Homeschooling Roos is that if we say we're going to do a class on this, we can. Um, and I would actually count this, um, you know, it's actually multidisciplinary here, but this would uh, definitely uh, count under, um, you know, some form of a science curriculum. So I would definitely um, think about that parent, um, especially uh, you can get away with a little bit more in the younger grades. Um, but one of the things for uh, college-bound uh, 
students, they look at, especially if you're at a very uh, competitive or, um, you know, you're trying for that scholarship, they look at what your accomplishments are. And so I've had children who have won regional science competitions. I mean, that is going to help you um, with, you know, your application for college because they want to see um, well-rounded students. So, um, you know, important, you know, if you said, you know, you were in a regional competition uh, for artificial intelligence, that is going to be a wow. So just uh, FYI for those of you listening. And uh, again, Ruth, any last words before we end? Because we are out of time. Well, I want to thank you. I, I really look forward to be working with so many parents and so many uh, kids in the homeschooling community. I think uh, it's going to be an amazing journey. We are in it together. We're learning. We love to learn together. We love to interact uh, much further. But uh, we do believe that our not-so-distant future is going to have so much AI involvement. And we do have a responsibility to get on it and get on that particular, if you will, initiative fast and in a way, in an effective way. And we are, again, in the process having fun. And it's all about having fun. And I think it's all about solving problems together. And uh, we believe at Ready AI, we're a good partner for that. Wonderful. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.